morning my dear friends this is the marriage talk podcast our encouragement this morning is for each and every one of you out there who want to do your marriage in a better in a more beautiful in a more god glorifying manner you know marriage is that one relationship that jesus uh, in fact compared his relationship with the church with you know the same thing that uh, joins jesus with the church is the same thing that joins a husband and a wife that's the uh, level of importance that scripture gives to this institution of marriage and that is why it is very necessary very important for us to search the scriptures to understand who is the person i should get married to now if you're already married out there don't have second opinions don't have any regrets don't go into a mode of wondering if you married the right person or not and even if you did marry the wrong person god is an expert in turning around your failures so don't give up on your marriage just because you feel that you married the wrong person um but this encouragement this morning is for those who are still waiting to get married and you're wondering what are the things that i should be constantly looking at in fact that's one of the constant emails and questions that we get in text messages and wherever we go when we are speaking at a conference whenever there is a q and a how should i understand or recognize the person i should get married to that's that's the usual question and my advice usually is very simple one is to look for a person who is a believer and second to look for a person who is traveling in the same direction as you are traveling now the first um, point we all uh, know and we all understand the fact that god wants us to marry a believer god wants us to marry a child of god and yet sometimes that becomes the only criteria for some of us and and that can become the reason for failure that can actually stop us from uh you know looking any further you look for a person who is a believer and you go and propose and you get married and then you realize man i have to face so many challenges in this marriage because i did not discuss anything beyond this person being a believer and that is the point that i want to emphasize on this morning um you know when we study the marriage that abraham sought out for his son isaac you see this one very special thing abraham told um, eliazar his servant who was going to find a wife for isaac two things one that he cannot find a woman who is a local canaanite which means he has to go to his father's land and find somebody who understands the culture of worship who understands the culture of honor who understands the culture of loving god and find a woman there that can get married to isaac so uh, the first ca- category or the criteria was that the person should be a believer but elias asked the second question he said what if this person doesn't want to come all the way here into you know canaan Uh, can i take isaac and let him go back to your father's land and abraham said no he he his no was so loud that probably it should have scared elias because he said no nothing doing if you don't find a woman who is not willing to come here then you are free of the oath you cannot let my son leave canaan and go off to my 
father's land. Why? Because my son's destiny is here in Canaan. So you need to find a woman who has a similar calling on her life. You need to find a woman who is willing to support and stand with my son's desire to invest into the land of Canaan, to live in the land of Canaan. I know that it is much more comfortable in my father's land out there. I know that we don't yet have a city or a great um, civilization here in Canaan. Yet, I want that girl to leave everything and come and serve here in Canaan in anticipation, in great hope, in great faith of the Israel that God is going to raise in this Canaan. Now, that for me was so profound because Abraham was saying it's not just enough that you marry somebody who believes in the same God, who goes to the same church. You need to marry somebody who has the same vision. You need to marry somebody who has the same destiny, who has the same passion as you do. Now, we often uh, make our decisions based on emotional connect. You know, I can completely understand that, you know, when you've uh, fallen in love with somebody and you say okay i can compromise on any, anything and everything and you end up compromising on your calling you end up compromising sometimes even on your faith you end up compromising on your relationships with the people around you and then you give up everything for the sake of this one person who you want to spend the rest of your life with and that for me is a highly emotional decision now i'm not telling you that emotions are not an important part of getting married emotions are a serious part you know and if you are gonna get married to somebody it's necessary that you be invested in with your emotions as well but uh, you cannot make your decisions solely based on how you feel you cannot decide who you will get married to just because you feel a butterfly feeling when you're with him or when you're with her you cannot make your decisions just based on the fact that man she loves jesus you need to look beyond these two things and and and, and that is where uh, the bible talks about destiny that is where the bible talks about a vision for life what is your goal for life so for all those of you out there who are in that dating phase if you're um, already dating with uh, a guy or a girl or if you're seeing somebody then this is my advice for you instead of spending all your time building your emotions and building up on the fact that you know you found each other why don't you spend time talking about your future why don't you spend time talking about your vision for life now that brings me to a point that you need to know what is your purpose for life or what is your vision for life. You know, you can't expect uh, to understand your partner or your, your girlfriend or boyfriend's vision for life unless you have understood what is your vision for life, for your own life. It is necessary for you to sit down in the presence of God even before you start dating and ask God, God, what is my calling for life? What do you want me to do with this life? Uh, am I just called to live on this planet Earth for 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years and just go and die like any other animal does? Or is there a specific unique call on my life? And figure it out and, and, 
and ask God to reveal it to you. God may not give you every detail of the plan, but God will give you a glimpse. And it's necessary for you to understand what you're called for before you start looking for a bride or a groom that you want to get married to. And after you know what you are called for, you go and you your conversations always have to be about, hey, what is your passions? What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you want to do with your life? How do you want to serve God? What do you feel God is calling you to do? And it's necessary for you to know how serious this person is. Sometimes, uh, if you're a pastor or if you're a leader, uh, you, you're looking for a man or a woman who is going to do ministry with you. It's very natural for that person to just say, oh, wait, I also want to do ministry. I also want to serve God. I also want to plan churches. I also want to lead worship and, and say all that. But you need to wait back and see how serious this person is in saying this. How serious is this person? You know, with Eliezer, uh, he asked this girl, are you willing to come? Are you willing to go? And uh, her family said, hey, let her stay. She was willing to go, but the family said, let her stay with us for some time. You know, let us uh, mourn over the fact that she's going to be gone forever. And, you know, let us stay with us for another 10, 15, 20 days. And Eliezer said, no, I want to see if this girl is really serious. And, and he said, no, we are leaving tomorrow morning. If you want to come, you come. If you're not coming, you're absolutely free to not come. That's no problem about it. But I need to know it by tomorrow morning. And that was a solid resolve that Eliezer was expecting from Rebecca uh, to be married to Isaac. Uh, Eliezer did not give uh, Rebecca a lot of time to choose and resolve. Why? If, if she's called to live in Canaan, she would not need 15-20 days to be convinced to... Uh, move to Canaan. Usually what we think is, oh, let me just give him or her some time. He or she after marriage probably, you know, will have the same passion as I do. Or after 10 years into marriage, will want to do ministry. Or after 15 years into marriage, you know, he will have the same encounters with God that I have. And and we leave it, leave it upon chance and we leave it upon that person's, uh, you know, hunger for God at a later stage. And, and we think that eventually it will happen. And, and Eliezer said, hey, no, I, I don't want to wait for another 20 days. It's not because Isaac is in a very big hurry to get married. You can understand that it takes months to travel back in the day. So it wouldn't have made any difference to Isaac if uh, Rebecca would have stayed for another 15-20 days in the parents' place, said goodbye to everybody and and then left. And yet, Eliezer said, no, I'm looking for a woman who is already resolved in her heart that she has to go and has been preparing herself for this day all this time. That she has been living in such a way that she knew that one day, this is where I am headed to, this is where I'm going for. And, and so she's prepared to leave tomorrow morning. And that showed that uh, Eliezer was not looking for somebody who can eventually get convinced to go. 
with him but elias i was looking for somebody who is already convinced and already on fire for god already passionate about ken and already they have a revelation of their destiny of their destination and uh, and and i pray that if you're looking for a man or a woman to get married you will find somebody like that you don't have to sit and convince that person about your destiny and his destiny and all these things and that 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 person would already be convinced already have a revelation from the lord and that is how you will know that this is the man or the woman you need to get married to look at the story of ruth and boaz ruth did not have to be convinced to come to bethlehem boaz did not have to be convinced to to get married to ruth they uh, all that needed to happen was that connect somebody needed to connect each other and that was what naomi did and elias did that here in this story and and yet they both did not needed to be convinced that this is the destiny so it it was just that point of spark between the both of them that was necessary and as soon as that spark happened they knew that this is the person that god has ordained for me and i pray and i hope that that none of you out there will get into marriage without that revelation without that understanding that this is the vision that god is calling me for and so often people get married without a vision people get married without a unity of vision and that is why you would see that they are fighting over every single thing they are fighting over the fact that hey we should have done this or we should have done that that is because there is no vision in the marriage there is no purpose there is no direction in the marriage and i pray that you will avoid a lot of heartache and a headache if only you will spend a lot of time in the presence of god asking god to show you a revelation first of what god has called you to do with your life and that god will speak to your rebecca and will prepare him or her and give him the same or similar revelation about what god wants him or her to do with their life and then god will divinely bring you guys together that god will divinely place an eliezer or a naomi between you who will connect the both of you who will allow that spark to come in in your relationship and will allow that relationship to flourish and go to the next level you know i can't overemphasize the importance of having the same uh vision and the same destiny and even after you are aware of each other's vision for life each other's uh destiny it is necessary for you to be willing to work around the more important details let me give you the example of uh, billy graham Billy Graham knew that he is called to do to ministry his wife uh back in the day before they were married Ruth she knew that she is called into uh, doing ministry she is called into doing mission work and yet they sat and they tried to figure out how are we going to do this um you know where are we going to do this and and what are the compromises that we would have to make with each other uh to be able to fulfill the vision on our life for example ruth she wanted to serve in china as a missionary whereas billy graham he wanted to go around the world and and preach the gospel to uh, as many people as possible 
and although their vision was to do ministry the the more precise details of how are we going to do this where are we going to do this how long are we going to do this and what do we have to compromise on what do we have to give up on and in this particular story ruth she had to give up on her desire to be a missionary to china she had to give up her dream and uh, and sit at home and raise children and wait for billy graham to come back home from these very long trips you can imagine right billy graham's days the conferences and conventions were not 3 days it would be sometimes 14 days 21 days in a city and and he would be gone for months sometimes and and most of his time he was spent traveling and away from home and he was rarely there at home so it was a huge a compromise for Ruth uh, to to accept that and to receive that and to say okay yes i am willing to give up on my dream to be a missionary in china and at the same time because we have a unity of vision to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth i am willing to sacrifice my personal time with you i mean come on that is not something which is uh, you know expected of a wife that is extremely cruel you know this is like those uh, wives who have to leave their husbands to go out to to leave them to um to go and fight in the battlefield you know those people who are enlisted in the army and and they don't see their spouses for months and and that is absolutely cruel and i can imagine what uh she had to compromise and give up on but because there was a unity of vision because they had that purpose in mind because they had a grip on their destiny on their destination that gave her the grace the strength to uh, hold on to god and that gave him the grace and the strength this, this is what the bible says in in hebrews chapter uh, 12 it says jesus let us fix our eyes on jesus why because uh, for the joy that was set ahead of him there was a goal that was a pleasure that was set ahead of him he there was a destiny there was a vision that jesus had and what did that vision encompass that vision had a picture of the church and because of that joy that was set before him he compromised he he died he sacrificed his entire body his entire life to to lay it down for our sakes on the cross he went through that painful torture and all of that because of the joy that was set ahead of him so it is very necessary my dear friend uh, whether you are in the ministry or you're in the business you're doing uh, you know just a regular job whatever you may be doing if you're looking for a spouse it is very necessary for you to understand what is the call of god over your life and what is the call of god over his or her life and for you both to sit together and and understand the finer details of what is god wanting to do through us as a family together before you start your marriage before you uh, say yes to each other and even after you say yes to each other 
it is necessary for you to keep reminding each other and saying hey this is why god brought us together this is what god spoke to us this is what god uh, you know put into our hearts into our spirits because there will be seasons let me tell you this there will be seasons in life when either of you will be discouraged or demotivated and you may not want to um, pursue the call of god over your life and you may be so self obsessed with your needs and challenges that uh, that it may be possible that one of you may want to take it slow and the other person will have to be the encourager in that season of life and that will happen only if the other person is as much gripped with your vision for life as you yourself are and it, and and that is why it is necessary for you to find a mate who is traveling in the same direction as you are traveling so i just hope that this this conversation this morning would have encouraged somebody out there uh, but if you are finding it difficult to figure out your vision for life if you're finding it difficult to figure out what is my mate's vision for life why don't you hold your marriage for a bit don't get married immediately you, know? you don't be under the pressure to just get married because of an emotional connect and because there is social pressure or because there is this match of religious beliefs a uh, wait to you know be 100% sure wait look for confirmations keep looking for confirmations to be 100% sure that this person is traveling in the same direction as you are you know i'm not saying that um look for confirmations that this is the person god wants you to get married to that is the prayer that so many of us pray we say god show me the man or the woman i have to get married to instead of saying that why don't you ask god lord show me a man or a woman who is traveling in the same direction as you want me to travel into show me a man or woman who is headed into the same destiny the same destination the same with the same vision and a similar passion and and for the same purpose that i am living my life for and the answer to that prayer will be much more effective than just praying for you know god to show you a person who is traveling in the uh, you know then for you to ask god to show you a person that you just need to get married to so that is my encouragement for you guys this morning i hope that you will uh, take this uh, with your entire heart and uh, if you have a question feel free to respond to this podcast on facebook twitter instagram wherever the podcast goes up uh, respond back to us leave a comment or send us a whatsapp message uh, or an email and let us know if you agree or you disagree with what i shared and i'd be definitely happy to engage in a conversation and uh, let us take this one step at a time growing in the lord understanding what is god's heartbeat for our marriage what is the kind of marriage that god wants us to lead and uh, model in this final days may god bless you with these words if um, if you'd like to connect with us you can reach out to us at my email id info@pastorpriji.com god bless you have a beautiful weekend ahead